0: Welcome to Season Five, Episode Twenty of the Gateway Geeks Podcast: Cognitive Dissonance and Daylight. This time, the crew tackles Episodes Two and Three of the 2013 Dracula television series with Jonathan Reese Meyers. In this one, we talk strange characterization, gender role anachronisms, and the mystery that is the character motivation for the eponymous protagonist. Now, your hosts: Joe, Sarah, Tracy, and Chris. So welcome to episode 20 of season five, of the gateway geeks podcast. Uh, This time we continue our series where we discuss 2013 Dracula with Jonathan Reese Myers. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Joe. This is Tracy. Hi. Sarah Jane Connor. Hello. And Chris Knetzer.
1: I'm Sarah. (laughs) Perfect.
0: (laughs) So uh, we watched the second and third episode of Dracula this time. and uh, we're going to give kind of like a briefer synopsis this time, since we're talking about two of them. And uh, Trace and I just watched the third one, so we can give the synopsis of that. I don't know, Sarah, do you want to start the synopsis of the second episode? Uh,
2: I guess so. I, I did like bullet point notes. Sure. So I, like, I'll like i do like the framework and everybody can like jump in as they wish, I yeah. suppose. Um I got really granular because my first note is, like, Dracula sees some ladies and it sends him into a flashback. (laughs)
0: Dracula's dealing with some shit, clearly.
2: That was a weird scene now that I think about it. Like, I'm not sure what the thematic, like, link we were supposed to make between Dracula seeing two random women and then, like, flashing back to... Because the flashback is, like, right after Van Helsing, uh, like... Un- un-mummifies him. Right. And they're like, time to team up to fight the Illuminati. So like, I'm not sure what the thematic link between him seeing the ladies and this incident was.
1: I don't know. It I think it was simultaneously like, mmm, food. And also, oh, I miss my wife.
0: <laughs> yeah. And we'll, we'll, we'll get to this. This is a theme for this whole series. But there's a weird... um. Internal conflict, usually for vampires, either there is no internal conflict or yeah. it's like they go back and forth rapidly between I'm going to murder everyone and oh, a glimpse of my humanity. Yeah. This show deals
1: with it totally differently.
2: I yeah. Think. That part is interesting, but also I'm not entirely sure that it works. But we can
1: get into <laughs> we'll, we'll get to it. Yeah. Look, I love the fact that they established that he was a murderous <laughs> dictator. <laughs> Who then became a vampire? Yeah. yeah, like you're not dealing with someone who's like a fall from grace situation. No. Yeah. <laughs> no,
0: They and like in this is the last time I'll probably mention the book, but in the book, Bram Stoker was influenced by the story of Vlad the Impaler. Uh huh. In this show, He Dracula, is Vlad. He, he is yeah. Vlad the Impaler. He is Vlad the Impaler. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. right. It's like full Vlad the Impaler. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, the so Van Helsing and Dracula have a conversation where Van Helsing essentially manipulates Dracula into helping him, which is very funny. Yes. We get, I think that's where we get uh, Van Helsing's sad backstory for the first time. It keeps coming up again. Right.
1: I do love how little work it actually takes where he's just like hey, do you want to fight the Illuminati? And he's like, you got cash? Yeah, I got cash. Fuck yeah! Let's go! Get this thing out of my foot! Let's ride, bitch! Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. And then we get back to the present, uh, to presumably like where we left off in the pilot, um, to Van Helsing uh, taking samples of Dracula's blood uh, to apparently cure him of uh, his sunlight allergy. <laughs>
0: That's right
2: so i'm not sure that i believe that and i I've, I've realized that i don't remember anything that happened in this series actually <laughs> as i'm watching this show i'm like yeah i don't remember any of the events of this show i just remember it fi- fondly like based on vibes yeah apparently so he says that he's gonna cure him of uh of not being able to go in the sun but we'll see if that's true i don't know um Then next is uh, the scene at the fencing tournament uh, Mm -hmm. where we find out that Lucy is kind of a slut uh, (laughs) and uh, the Illuminati MILF is going to be taking uh, the the dead huntsman's place. Amazing. Um, uh, uh-huh. That's, that's it app.
1: Lady Jane might be the main character in my heart.
2: <laughs> I, honestly, yeah. Yeah. She, I mean, I feel like she's the one with like an arc, maybe.
0: Right. <laughs> well, yeah, and Van Helsing is like the anti-hero.
2: I think so, honestly. Which is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah this, this, this show about Dracula, like... The Dracula part is very
0: confused.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. again, it feels like they... I I know it isn't that we looked it up. It feels like him being a vampire is completely superfluous
3: (laughs) to the entire story. He doesn't
2: have to be a vampire. No. (laughs) No. That's very unnecessary to the story that they're telling.
1: This could just be the story of an industrialist and a doctor trying to take down assholes.
2: Yeah. That wronged them. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Um. This is uh, the first time we get mention of uh, the Sears, who Mm -hmm. come up uh, later in this episode and more in the third episode. Um, Look
1: forward to seeing more of them going forward.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, And uh, this is also where we find out that the winning fencer, who is the son of one of the uh, evil Illuminati businessmen, is gay. And is fucking one of the other Illuminati businessmen. Um,
0: and we find out that all, so far,
1: all gay men in this are evil. Yes. Yes Yes Lesbians I, are probably good There was a whole club It was just two dudes That happened to be part Of a fundamentalist Christian terrorist organization
0: <laughs> which, which honestly There is definitely A type of evil gay dude That fits
1: that Right yes. the real Rich. world Yes I, I would
2: like to To say for the record That when I was Excitedly saying It gets gay later This is not what I was Talking about Oh okay, about. okay. I, No yes, I yes. completely forgot That this happened Okay
1: good Okay <laughs>
2: It gets gay in a fun way.
0: Okay, good. In the future. <laughs> yeah. um,
2: then we have the opening credits. Then uh, we're in uh, the the newspaper offices, and we mostly just establish that Jonathan uh, doesn't have any fucking money. Uh, he talks to that one dude again, who I guess was his roommate, who also apparently works at the paper. Who is this man? What is his name? We don't know.
1: <laughs> this- It is important to point out that the show takes place in a a, a faraway time where newspaper reporters are not (laughs) well-paid. And uh, (laughs) it's it's completely different now. Very different.
2: Um, And then... uh, My note is just Dracula is doing business shakedowns, but I don't remember what that was referring to because he does that a lot.
1: He needs a lot of coolant for his geomagnetic (laughs) generator. So he's trying to buy out the producer of the coolant company so that they can dedicate their output entirely to his endeavors.
2: Ah, is it that, or is it when, um, he offers to buy, uh, the, the gay evil businessman's, Shares yeah, well, oh, so he, of the cooling company. Okay. Well, right. And I the, thought he was just trying to get control of the board of the cooling company.
1: Well, he's trying because no, of that, that scene where Harker and I'm jumping ahead, but where, where uh, Harker and Renfield, after they take control, goes to the office with oh, that guy. Yeah. That yeah. is like, no, we will be purchasing all of your cooling oh, going okay. forward. Okay, yeah. Okay.
0: yeah. And that's that's the whole mm. that just will lead into the third episode where the whole thing is like, I'm blackmailing you because I know your son is gay. Uh-huh. Sell me all your shares.
2: Yeah. 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 Um, And then the next part is Renfield and Dracula having a conversation about Mina and Dracula's complicated morality uh, while they sit in a fun little jalopy. (laughs) Uh, Then Renfield goes to fetch Jonathan from the newspaper offices and Dracula takes him with him while he does some house hunting. Uh, And then he offers Jonathan a job and a house this um and then Mina and Jonathan go on a date and Mina thinks that he should definitely take this job um which is intercut with uh I'll just do the whole date because this is like intercut with the other scene but like there's no need to do that like there's the scenes in the show are very short yeah yes they are (laughs) they They just go back and forth a lot um So, Jonathan is extremely suspicious of the fact that there's just no record of Dracula before, like, seven years ago.
1: As a journalist. Yeah. Good instincts.
2: (laughs) Mina's like, though. when
1: Mina points out, hey, it's, like, 1880. Yeah. (laughs) We don't have the internet, Jonathan. Right, and he's from America, which is, like, an uncivilized wasteland. Like, they don't even know how to read there. Yeah. (laughs)
2: So then uh, Mina is like, you better take the job or you're an idiot, basically. And then they kiss in a way that scandalizes some small children.
3: That was brilliant. I loved that. Yes.
2: <laughs> um, I took so many notes and so many of them are not good. Um, <laughs> no, I'm sure they're good. I feel like I don't remember what I'm referring to. Oh, yeah. uh, but to go back, like, intercut into that scene, um, the Illuminati MILF... Uh, Goes to collect some vampire hunters at an opium den, right? Which are uh the seers that were referred to before. Um, there's a mirror, it's like there's stuff going on,
0: yeah.
2: Um,
1: they're scryers,
2: yeah. The next, the next note I'd have is just evil businessmen do their evil business dealings, and that can refer to many things. I don't know what that means.
1: I, I mean, feel like
3: that's Lady Jane and Dracula getting it on. Like that's kind of the- that's
1: about half of these episodes. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. After, yeah. Well, the next note is that um, they uh, Illuminati, Milf, and Dracula are on a date, and the butler is scandalized, <laughs> uh, and that's where they bone. But he thinks about Mina the whole time.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah.
2: Um,
0: which, which really, Dracula, up to a point, comes off as kind, kind of, kind of like a sweet dude trying to do the right thing but also a horrible monster who murders people. Like, it's
2: very... (laughs) It just keeps... It goes back and forth, like, from scene to scene. Yeah.
3: From moment to moment. But do you think at this point where he's boning her in the first place, do you think he already had the inkling that she's a vampire hunter? Oh,
1: for sure. No, he flat out states it. Yeah. No, he
3: doesn't realize it until later. Yeah, because I I was little, but
1: he but he was but, but but like he was still like boning her like like while being like ah yes the huntress oh yeah he's boning her in the third episode because too, Renfield walks yeah, yeah, in yeah, yeah. And, she's, and he's like we need to talk about Lady Jane's proclivities, And he's like, Oh, her being a whore or her being a vampire hunter. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> but I don't, I don't think at this point that he suspects mm-hmm. that she, that like if, if he does, then the show is like playing that close to the best because oh, I don't yeah. think he like,
1: I didn't read it that way. That's I don't
2: think he technically yeah. know. It doesn't seem like he technically knows until like he spots her, like post him killing the coat check girl at the end of this episode. Yeah.
1: My read from the beginning is that he was trying to get that, in with her because he know, knew she was. I think was, that he
2: was like maybe suspicious, like suspected that she was involved somehow, but like I don't think he realized to the extent.
1: Because he like, seems to know everyone who's in the of Draco. Like they've done their homework before they got there.
2: I think, yeah, I think maybe like. Probably he assumed that, like, her husband was the one involved. Have we even seen that guy? No, he's he's been, he dead. was dead before. Dead. Okay. Was he dead before? Okay.
1: Was he the one that... Because they, 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 they introduce her as the widow. Oh, okay. Of, uh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat>
2: So,
3: I she, don't
0: know. Her husband isn't the dude that Dracula killed, is he? No, no, no that no, was no, different No,
3: because okay. okay. when they meet at the party, she's like, I'm a widow. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Gotcha.
1: she brings that weird That's Prussian it. general along. Right, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, this is just my date for tonight. We can fuck <laughs> later.
3: Yeah. That's like um, her calling card. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> um... So then uh, Dracula takes Mina on a sexually charged carriage ride.
3: Um, Ooh, that was a good scene. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, and he engages in uh, some third wave feminism about Mina's medical aspirations. <laughs> yep. It's
0: very true. Yeah. I mean, like, it's, it's almost, it could just be second wave, but then he's like, you got, he basically like, girl, you got to actualize yourself. Yeah. Like you, you don't you have. you know to- what
3: bothered me so much about it is that then it cuts to her like going in, like being a little fearful that she doesn't have the surgical skill needed. And she just like literally verbatim repeats to herself what he just said. And she's like, now I am. And, like, now she's fine.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but, my, my note for that part is uh, Dracula inspired her to be good at cutting now. It's like,
1: slice those fuckers up. Right, but a little bit later, like, we do hit that moment where you realize that she is the first person that has ever given her a single word of encouragement in her entire life. Yeah. Right? yeah. Like, for her sure. father, her her, her fiancé, her friends... Everyone has just always been like, why the fuck are you trying to be weird? And yeah. like, He's the first person in her entire life who's yeah. been, yeah, you can do this. And yeah. like, I can see how that would cut through your oh, brain for pretty sure. hard.
0: Well, yeah. and it, it's like um, if you're talking about artists, you do have these like certain artists that appear during this time who are women. But their lives are fucking horrifying. Yeah, yes. yeah. Like if you read up on like Artemisia Gentileschi, for example, whose dad was even an artist and did encourage her to be an artist. She was like raped by one of his students and dragged before like a court where she was. Because like what they used to do back then is like if you got raped and you accused someone, they would like torture you until you recanted. Yeah. yeah. So it's shit like that. Like this is not an easy life. So I yeah, get what you're yeah. saying. But also, it seems like she does have a lot of, and this may just be kind of like lazy TV writing. She has a lot of like very contemporary qualities yeah. that would not really have existed, yeah, back then. Where like her just being that doesn't bother me though. It doesn't bother me, but it's also what is kind of making the the
1: tone of this a little dissonant with the historical
0: mm. context.
1: Yeah. Right, but yeah. also is, the person who encouraged her is a vampire named Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> we can suspend our discussion. Yeah, who no, totally. who no, has I mean, invented Green Energy Green Energy. <laughs> yeah. Siphoned from the Earth's magnetosphere.
2: Yeah. No, uh, this is this just like falls into a larger trope that like I think is lazy writing. Because I think, I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of writers who don't seem to know how to make a female character interesting unless they place contemporary values upon yeah, her. Right. Like that's my issue with it. Right. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah.
2: What are then? Uh, and then like intercut in this part is like Jonathan, like waffling about the job some more. I don't know. He's yeah. being a little bitch about it. <laughs> um, True.
1: That's just, that, that, that's a pretty good description of his personality. Yeah. yeah. No, like, and Jonathan was being a whiny bitch about it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. That's like you can just append that to everything about Jonathan that we say. Um, From this
1: point forward, his name is Harker the bitch.
2: <laughs> okay, so then uh, we've got the the Sears uh, locating Dracula in the room in the opium den where I guess they live. That's the <laughs> only place we ever see them. I think they're posted up there yeah yeah Yeah. and then uh, they do locate Dracula but Dracula can tell that they can see him which is fucked up Um, and then like takes a countermeasure the Illuminati MILF is very concerned about this Um, and then
1: wait quick note did you notice that she notes notes that the only other vampire they've ever known that can do this was Lucretia Borgia yes (laughs) (laughs) that was very good (laughs) I totally missed that oh yeah (laughs) right
2: because like they they were like the only way a vampire would be powerful enough to do that was if if they were at least a couple of centuries old so um,
1: and he was like is this is like is there any precedent for this and she's like well there was lucretia borgia and he cuts her off like "Eh, spare me the history lesson that you just asked for
2: um so then we go back to jonathan's uh shitty poor person apartment his rent is getting raised um Lucy and Mina are there uh, to tell him that Mina aced her exam and uh, they're all going to go out. And Jonathan's like, Oh no, I can't. Uh, Cause I got work to do. And Lucy's like, it's fine. I'm paying you poor sad boy.
1: <laughs> love Lucy.
2: She's amazing. Yeah, her. she is. Um, so this prompts Jonathan to take the job with Dracula um, so then Dracula, uh, as his first duty, asks Jonathan to tell him uh, uh, intel on um, the, the, the gay Illuminati businessman, which Jonathan happily provides because Jonathan is not an ally. <laughs> <laughs> and so then Dracula goes uh, to a, a, a secret drag club. Um, and does some gay blackmail while assuring us that he is not homophobic. I
3: thought that that was a nice touch. He's
0: like, listen. He's like, listen, I'm a vampire. I get it.
3: (laughs) I'm inherently bisexual. That's, that was what I felt like this, the whole vibe was. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's true.
2: No, this keeps happening. We're like, Dracula does terrible things, but he's like, I don't enjoy this. (laughs) It, it, yeah. He's like... Well, it's like I—I I, let me just say, for the record, I don't like that I'm doing this. <laughs> I am gonna do it.
0: I need you to like me for at least seven more episodes, so I can't. <laughs> yeah. Um.
2: So then uh, he's blackmailing. Uh, so the the gay blackmail happens, so that he can get that guy's shares of the coolant company. Right. Uh. So that goes down, and then uh. Oh, Jonathan's at the newsroom getting drunk with, like, all of his uh, newspaper friends um, before he leaves to go be Dracula's henchman. And then uh, he's going to ask me to marry him, but uh, then she overhears him being fucking sexist, so
0: (laughs) that shit's off. Just being, like... Even in a room in the 19th century, surrounded by dudes, there's no reason to be that sexist. No, like no. It, it
1: was just purely Ugh. a plot device. It's
2: like
0: comically bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't know, man. I, I can see that conversation happening today. <laughs> That's yeah, yeah. That's, but I,
2: mean, I mean, we do need to take into consideration that Jonathan sucks. Jonathan so <laughs> sucks. Yes,
0: I. So like when Jonathan narked on the one gay dude. I really, to me, it really just seemed like very typical, like gay dude sour grapes. So I thought Jonathan was like, Mm. it was very, it was very suspicious to me. He does not make sense as a straight person in this category, in this scenario. He Uh
1: needs to at least be bisexual. (laughs) No, I think you're, you're, you're trying to make him interesting. Yeah. (laughs) He's, yeah, he's really not. He's not. He's there to be like, an obstacle.
0: I mean, it, it is cool because it is good to see Lucy and Mina
1: as more central characters in a Dracula yes. plot. I do like that.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I, they get more and more as it goes.
2: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, And then uh, the ending is Dracula murders a nice Irish coachette girl <laughs> uh, and is nearly... Uh, he nearly gets got by the Illuminati milf, and then he realizes that she is a vampire hunter.
0: Right. He murders this coat check girl, but of course he's not classist, yeah. right? I mean, he totally, like, yes.
2: No, it, he he asks for her name first.
0: That's right. So, he's polite. You
2: know, there's, he's, he brings a personal touch to his serial
1: murder of yeah. the working class. Look, yeah. maybe he was going to turn her too. We don't know.
0: <laughs> so, and then, in, okay, so Tracy, do you want to talk about the third, I feel like
1: the third
3: Do we have anything else to say about the second episode? That was a was well, just...
1: fucking wild when Lady Jane pulls a fucking curry Gurkha knife yes. out <laughs> and just like, <laughs> whoa. And then she's just like, well, gotta make sure this one doesn't turn nope. <laughs> just, Yep. Just So like we should we should stipulate that she's still alive. Like, Dracula did not kill the coat check girl. Lady Jane did. Lady
0: Jane yeah. did.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: I mean, she was you, she still alive? I
3: don't yeah. know if she was still alive. No, yeah, she
1: was still twitching on the ground. Oh, there, okay. she
3: was yeah. probably gonna die. Yeah, given medical, yeah. Like, she lost a lot of blood. <laughs> yeah, given like medical situation of the time, probably not gonna live
1: unless she turned.
3: Yeah, I know. We That's
1: actually true. just still don't know how those rules work. No, yeah,
3: no, we don't know about as far yet. as we
1: know. The way you become a vampire is um, a priest pours blood <laughs> out of a ram skull
2: yes. in your throat.
1: So I. Tracy and I can do so we can. Which
2: brings us to the third
0: episode. We do the third episode and ours is going to be much less uh, organized than Sarah's because we did not take notes. But (laughs) but there are some major things you need to know about the third episode. Mm -hmm. The one thing is that you see Dracula, a flashback to when Dracula was just Vlad Tepish before he became a vampire was captured by this order of dragon, the what is it called the No, he
2: wasn't captured. He was part of that organization. And then he Oh,
1: which is how he became and, a power. Right. Yeah.
2: And then Wait, was,
1: was he? I thought he was captured by them.
2: No, no, they no he said that he turned. Yeah, he was part him. of the organization. And then oh. like he did like blasphemy, I guess, because they talk about him turning against God. And so they turned him into a vampire. Like uh yeah. as punishment. As punishment.
3: And again, uh, And
2: then that fucking
0: backfired. No, and, and then again, this was a situation where it was unclear. So like, I assumed he was already a vampire and they were giving him like fucked up blood to kill him or something. Yeah, yeah. I thought, and so. I was like, Oh, maybe it backfires. and makes him super powerful, which again is well, just no, underworld
1: poisoning my mind. <laughs> because when they're, when they're, when they're, when they're, when they're, when they're bear baiting him in the beginning, he's yeah. in the daylight. Right. Yeah. Right.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
1: That's yes. the sort of tell. Yeah. And so, actually. so they,
0: they turn Vla or they turn, uh, Drac- Dracula into a vampire um, and then they are hanging him like inside of this tower.
1: They turn him into a torture pinata. Yeah. Yes.
0: They turn him into a vampire so they can torture him in the most baroque and like I ridiculously. I the
1: idea was that they were like destroying his soul. Right. Yes. Because it was he like had turned spiritual against- torture. Because yeah. he had turned against but the, God. But it
3: was so silly about it is that they like do this and like thinking that they understand something about vampirism and then like have no idea that he'll be like super duper fucking strong. So he just breaks the chains and just mauls his fucking So priest. Yeah, he, but he goes, I'm fine
1: with that being quick. He like, goes full yeah. Olympic gymnast.
0: And so yeah. he's like hanging in this tower and there's a crucifix shaped window yeah. that is from which daylight is emanating. When well, he just kicks him into the daylight, I laugh. <laughs> yeah. so hard. He's like, like, great. And the priest just like kicks him and he goes into like the beam of sunlight and screams. And then he's like, oh, wait, I'm super strong. And he goes Olympic gymnast. Rips the chains out. And fucking kills this priest. Yeah. And this is a flashback. So yeah,
1: I'm is. fine with that being fast. Yeah. So no, just I like, didn't want you like, you got,
3: a long torture scene yeah, that was. Not well, necessary. also it's or, just like a whole explanation
1: yeah. of like, oh, how he escaped. And I was like, no, they just underestimated him and he <laughs> ate yeah. everybody.
2: No, I mean, like, the the idea that this organization is like not very smart is fine. <laughs> like Well, like, and
1: he was like, <laughs> like fucking bodying those four dudes at a time as yeah. a human. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. think maybe they just hadn't counted on like Oh, maybe we shouldn't turn, uh, 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 you know, the terror of Wallachia <laughs> into an undead killing machine. Yeah, yeah. which also I, makes
0: you wonder: is in this universe is the premise that all vampirism is created as a punishment by this cult?
1: No, I think it was. What? I think it was already a thing.
2: It yeah, was already. I don't think that can be it because, like, it does sound like there are a lot of vampires. So I don't know why they would have done that. Yeah. Like they, they must like. Eventually, they would have figured out. Oh, hey, this makes like uh, creatures who are incredibly strong and also hate our fucking guts. Yeah,
1: but she like. It again- seems like the original point of the Ordo Draco may have been to eliminate like, uh, like, like unseemly demons and everything. Yeah, yeah, and then sort of like. So that's a jump way ahead. There's a scene later on where they do the ritual, you know, murder yeah. with a Roman gladius, right? which yeah. is definitely tying this all back to the Catholic church. Yeah.
0: They even do the like thing with the gladius where you stab it down. Yeah. Through, their, through the rib. Yeah. Which is like, if you've seen gladiator, they do right. that too.
1: I but mean, the, but, but I think there's this insinuation of like, so like they were like set up to uh, like kill all the v- demons and vampires and everything. And they had sort of these business interests <laughs> to fund that. And at some point it became much more important to, control the world's finances and almost as a hobby now. Oh, right. We still hunt the vampires,
0: which does the way you've explained it. Just answer the question I was going to ask, which is, is vampirism a punishment from God, or is it like a bloodborne disease?
2: Yeah, that, I don't think we're gonna get an answer on that, frankly.
0: <laughs> because, and because you have on the one hand
1: Van This Hel- show called Dracula is not at all curious about vampires. It well, really is. B-
0: but so you on the one hand though, you do have you have uh, Van Helsing trying to create this cure, which he may or may not be doing. At this point, Tracy and I can't tell because we haven't seen it before.
2: I, I honestly don't know.
0: But so he's doing he's doing science to vampirism. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have this implication that it is indeed just like a curse for for turning against God. Um, Which at this point, it reminds me of what's the fucking movie. Oh, it's the devil's advocate where you have this guy who becomes super powerful by doing fucked up shit. And then his downfall becomes he sort of has second thoughts about it. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of seems to be what's happening with Dracula. But we'll, we'll we'll find out. So what what else what else happens? Oh, okay. So speaking of Van Helsing, the other main point in this is that Van Helsing is really the central character uh in terms of like that internal conflict because his family was killed, blah blah. blah. But then he finds the seers. By That happens
2: way later. Yeah, than it does there. it
0: does happen So he he is connected as it so he's like a academic researcher in me, in medicine, mm-hmm. also a surgeon. And he knows this guy who runs an asylum, who we...
2: I'm pretty sure that's Mina's dad.
0: Is that Mina's dad? Oh, yeah, you're right. It is Mina's dad because, yeah. So Mina's dad runs the asylum. Mina's dad also knows Van Helsing, which is presumably how Mina got into med school. Um, which, you
1: know, nepotism is how, like, everyone got into med school back in... Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Th- so this is not... <laughs> this is not, like... Are you insinuating that England might have a class-based <laughs> society?
0: <laughs> yeah, and so, so anyway, the other main thing that happens in this is that through his connection with Mina's dad, Van Helsing discovers, um, like, this connection to the Seers Yeah. And so he creates a stimulant, which is actually, like... Some a sort paralytic. of a yeah. paralytic agent of some kind, follows this little messenger boy that Mina's dad sends from the asylum yeah. to the seers, sees them get paralyzed, and then pulls out like a surgical hammer and He pulls out Maxwell's silver hammer and <laughs> yeah. starts bang banging. And smashes their yeah. brains. Fucking hammer murders to <laughs> paralyze. <laughs> smashes their brains because he's the only person in all of London who could create this toxin I guess well yeah. and if you hit
1: someone's brain with a hammer it erases <laughs> all trace of chemicals
0: yeah. right
1: right because but they- so, so, which is even more terrifying because that was my first thought and then I'm like oh god he took the brains he cracked open <laughs> I, their cells I, and took the brains I think
3: he did take the brains yes. that was the implication too because yeah. it, I, thought I thought he
1: like- just mashed them into a pudding I, no, t- at first no, I, was- I think he mashed them into a pudding and then took them yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: Cause that's what I thought. Cause I was like, okay, he's gonna have to take their brains. I thought he was just gonna cut their heads off, but then he came out with a hammer. Fucking
1: hammer! And I, I just... was like,
3: that's a rough way to get at the brain. But yeah, okay, yeah. You, gotta, you gotta pop the top, you right?
0: Know, <laughs> like. So, so, so Van Helsing <laughs> yeah. reveals himself to be also a complicated dude in this. Tracy, you seem you were, um, sh- you were shushing me while I was trying, trying to talk when important things were happening between Dracula and Mina. So that part clearly interested you. Did you get to actually discern what was happening there? Do you want to describe that part?
3: When they were talking?
0: Like Dracula's, the part of the plot about like Dracula and Jonathan and Mina in this episode that was important.
3: Okay, he didn't talk to Mina. Did he?
0: Um. Briefly.
2: He did uh, when they were at the absinthe
1: bar. Yeah.
3: Oh, okay. Yes, okay, yeah, sorry. he just shows up at
1: the absinthe bar. Well, so right.
3: I don't That's... think we talked about, No, so I, we didn't talk about what happened between- Oh, the
1: two-day bender? <laughs> the, uh, yeah, yeah. No, no but in the last episode, important.
3: we didn't yeah. talk about what happened between Mina and Harker. Oh, that they broke up? Yeah, we did. We talked about yeah,
0: it. Yeah,
1: she did. Yeah, 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 No, well... No, she- it's fine. <laughs> well, I guess we didn't mention that they, like, sort of broke up.
3: I mean, yeah, yeah. he was being
1: a dick. We just said that
0: he said something sexist and she overheard him and then she, like... Random. Right, but
3: right, yeah. I guess in this episode, it's clear that, like, they're no longer an item. Because yeah. she
0: just has it. She's just like, fuck it. And her and Lucy go on an absinthe thing. Lucy's yeah. dibs!
3: <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Her... Lucy shows up for a girl's night. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right. And she takes her to a couple different places. And Dracula is at one of these places, which she seems a little surprised by. But he's like, I like the music. It's good.
1: I definitely have <laughs> been following you for days. Can, can, <laughs> right. can, can I ask, so with
0: this absinthe then are we... I became very fascinated by who the little, like, dude who was hitting on her and failed. Is that supposed to be a famous person? I feel like we're supposed to know know. who that is. I don't think so.
2: Yeah, that was a weird character introduction where I was like, it feels like we're supposed to know who this is, but I don't know who this is.
0: It feels like it's supposed to be, like, (laughs) like Coleridge or something. It's like a romance or like a, like a painter. I
1: don't know. It feels like we're supposed to know. Well, he flat out says that he's like a poor nobody.
0: But then he, well, he's supposed to be a bohemian. So it seems yeah. like he's supposed to be like Sergeant, like some Whistler, someone like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know.
1: Anyways. No, because he seems really like he gets pissed off at the idea of the rich bohemian slumming it. Yeah.
3: Yeah. But uh-huh.
1: he's like, how dare you look down on us? So now I'm going to attack you. Right.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Dracula shows up at that point, rescues her as any good Dracula would. And she's like, oh, thank you very much and he's like what troubles you my dear and she which was, it w- which just could
0: this could totally be his opportunity
3: oh absolutely if, yeah. yeah yeah and he gets in close like you think he might kiss her but he essentially is trying to tell her that like don't mess with a good thing yeah
0: yeah, w- yeah like well i feel like with him it's less clear where he's kind of just like what does he say something like you don't have to be or like sometimes happiness surprises you. I forget what it is.
2: Yeah, it, with the the Mina conversation is a lot more ambiguous. Yeah. Like something could have happened between them, but like then Lucy cop walks, so like yeah, it doesn't.
0: Yeah, the so, the
2: Jonathan conversation is much more clearly like you're an idiot. Yeah, you should. Most of this episode is just people telling Jonathan that he's fucking stupid, <laughs> and it's great.
0: <laughs> yeah, is he is Dracula thinking it over between Mina and Jonathan? I don't know. Well, See, no, the no. thing
2: about the thing about like him getting Mina and Jonathan back together is like it doesn't seem that he knows why he did that.
1: No, but there's <laughs> Well no the, the the Renfield conversation lays yes. it out. Yeah. where he's like, Hey, I did something altruistic for the first time in my six hundred years of life. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, I kind of get used to this. And then he calls him out for like uh yeah no you're still too much of a pussy to tell her how you feel but you don't want her out of your orbit so you're keeping her stuck close to you yeah, yeah. this one's still about you and he's like fuck off Renfield <laughs> and they just have like a nice evening together staring at the fire sitting yeah. on their I love those, those two it's, that it's, is the best relationship in the show oh, oh
2: yeah for sure
1: oh and and Renfield
0: is. It's really cool in this because Renfield establishes that he is definitely not the Bram Stoker Renfield in any capacity. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, who are they talking? They're they're talking
1: to like one of the dudes. The guy who, like the manager of the coolant company they bought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He He and
2: Jonathan go to do a shakedown. Jonathan does not realize that this is a shakedown. No. Jonathan is extremely out of his depth in this search job. Yeah,
0: yeah. And the dude is like saying something fucking racist to Renfield and Jonathan's like, hey, don't talk to him like that. Yeah. (laughs) And then Rinfield's like, No, actually, fuck you, and I'm gonna fire you if you don't do exactly what I want. And then as they're leaving and they get they successfully complete the shakedown, Rinfield's like, stay in your lane, dude. I got this. Yeah don't yeah. ever do that again. Like, don't
1: you ever dare to defend me again. Yeah, which is pretty yeah, yeah, bad. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. So I mean a lot happens in this one, but You're it's missing
3: all- an important part that we've come to see. That Mina's best friend is clearly in love with
1: her. Mm-hmm. Yes,
3: yep. yeah. like that's an important plot point. We see, so the two of them go out for like two nights or.
1: It's know. not important moving forward. Don't worry about it.
3: <laughs> no, trust <laughs> me. I, I I gotta have there. Has, Joe,
1: Joe, I'm joking. That,
3: there, that's sarcasm, Joe. Well, no, I haven't I seen it. it, I, it was, clear foreshadowing to me this is an extra long scene of the two of them sleeping in a bed together and the blonde one looking over at Mina just so lovingly she's about to like touch something on her and mina wakes up and she's like oh good morning and mina freaks out because it's 2 p.m and she's supposed to be in class and just runs yeah. away and you just see this woman like heartbroken like i thought yeah. that i was gonna get to spend the day in bed with my true love you yeah. Know? yeah so i say
1: credit to mina who just had an entire night of like getting absolutely blasted on absinthe <laughs> yeah i'm being chased around by uh like weird pseudo authors and uh, wakes up at 2 p.m. the next day with perfect, impeccable makeup still on.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and her hair was on point. Oh, and, yes. and then
1: goes it in, goes into... Gr-
0: so then she runs into Van Helsing's office to apologize because she missed one class, yeah. which, if that happened in real life, I would absolutely stay at academia. If you <laughs> could just say, get the, get the fuck out, you missed one class. Get the fuck
1: out. Well, but that was the day she was also going to ask him to be his assistant for the next term. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. But and
2: she gets to do that anyway. So it's fine.
1: Yeah. She gets to do that anyway. And, and in She's trying e- to get that TA job, man. Yeah, God. Yeah. In this episode,
0: once again, we're reminded that uh, Van Helsing somehow has better fashion sense than Dracula, which is really weird. <laughs> Just pay attention in the future. It's bizarre.
1: Well, it's because he's supposed to be an American.
0: Oh, that's right! I forgot that this is like an Irish. It's
3: an act. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, he 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 has to dress like someone. He he has to dress like someone dressing like what a rich American thinks an English gentleman dresses like. Right. Yeah. Yes. New, it's very new money. Very yeah. contrived. Yeah. Yeah. And I think his look nails it. Yeah. <laughs> like honestly, like a like like a like. A, like he dresses like a like a New York new money millionaire moved to London. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He does. So, okay,
0: we had some initial conversations before that we started the podcast. Yeah. Oh, Mostly like nipple related. Two, yeah, we like,
2: we definitely missed some stuff that happened in the third episode. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But uh do you want to go ahead, Sarah? Do you want to uh, point anything out specifically.
2: i notes. Um oh, we we fully skipped over the the
3: sad gay subplot. Oh. Talk about the guy getting killed.
2: Yeah, like the, the gay businessman uh, yeah. sold his coolant shares to Dracula, so he's in trouble now, so he gets ritualistically
3: murdered. Goes in to- In front of his young lover. Very, oh.
0: very Cthulhu, as, like, goes to this cult. There's, like, a cult meeting, and the cult leader pulls out, like, a gladius, like a Roman gladius. Yeah. And- Asks him to, like, accept being ritually murdered. Yeah. Stabs him in the heart with it. His lover is also part of this cult and is standing to the side. And, like, there's a scene where as the dude is bleeding out, his blood is, like, running into his lover's shoe. Yeah. And then later after that, his lover, who we've mentioned before, I think, is... The son of one of the other like upper level industrialist dudes who's mm-hmm. also in the cult his son kills himself yeah uh, because his lover was
3: and he leaves mm-hmm. a note to dad saying that yeah. murdered dude was the whole of his existence that's all i could read off the letter well yeah. it-, it was definitely
2: implicating
3: the the homosexuality
2: and also uh Clearly uh, implicated Dracula as being involved.
1: Yeah, because oh, you, you could see the word, you could see the name Alexander in there. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So now okay. he's got like a personal vendetta against. Yeah. 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 Which which
0: makes you wonder like, is he in future? I mean, if people have not seen the other episodes, I wondered in future episodes is he even going to. Like, is he going to be able to explain that to people? Because if he does, he's going to, at some point, have to implicate
1: his son. So a a lot of this circles around the fact that the Draco has two, they think, unrelated problems right now. There's a vampire in town, and also the fucking American is causing us money problems. And they are much more focused on the money problems, actually. Yeah, And like they're very slow. Oh, we did also skip over the fact that... um, I love that there's a scene that seems lazy, but I kind of love it because I feel like Dracula has centuries of experience finding hidden rooms inside Ordo (laughs) Draco houses. He just like walks up to a painting and he's like, this is a fake wall. Click. <laughs> yeah. Opens up.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. he's fucking Illuminati milf, and she's asleep. So he goes to like snoop around her fucking house. Yeah. Finds uh her basement full of ninja swords and uh and uh, a sad vampire lady in there, and which he
0: doesn't do anything about, but he's real sad about it. Okay, so like the yeah <laughs> the lady in the basement when he meets this this um vampire woman. He, she's like, kill me, because yeah, she's yeah, been locked yeah. in the basement. And then he cries. Does he kill her? No.
2: No. He no, that was, that he, would ex- ex- he would
0: expose himself. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. So then he goes up and he... He cried him. about it. He goes up and... He fl-
2: felt really bad.
0: Yeah. He <laughs> goes up and, like, fucking... He, like, angry fucks yeah. Illuminati milf. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: which, is, which is... I
3: yeah. think that's his answer to most of his problems. Yeah. I mean,
0: th- this... I feel like I don't know how you feel about this, Tracy. I feel like one of the central appeals of vampire movies is that they are inherently bisexual and very horny, very yeah. horny. Yes. This movie or this show is bisexual, but like in a weird, unsus- un- unexpected way. Yeah, because we'll
1: Dracula. We'll see. Still- Dracula so far is very heterosexual.
3: Yeah, which well, is he's weird. Mina obsessed. Well, he's,
1: you know, me- he's Mina obsessed, and Alexander has to be hetero. Right. That's yes. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. from like fucking Kentucky or something. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> right, but like the sexual context we find Dracula in, I guess. I guess, yeah, because Illuminati milf can't know. I guess you're right.
3: Yeah. Honey bunny, thank no, because whenever he's in the the club, whenever he confronts the, the the two guys who are together, I think he does like give like a compelling case that he's like, look, fucking is fucking. I, this is yeah. not about this is not about this. He's like, I just have to exploit this to get what I need. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I but, don't judge it.
0: Which which also could really feed into this whole like you know, Dracula is just like a monster sociopath. Amongst people doing what he has to do.
2: Yeah, yeah. So
0: you could read that either way. You could read that as like, I don't give a fuck about being hom- about being homophobic. I'm just here to fuck things up.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know. It's ambiguous. Yeah, it is. Um. There's oh we we skipped over all of the Jonathan stuff because Jonathan is Jonathan's boring and so stuff. Jonathan's so boring. <laughs> so like basically Jonathan's plot is that he's very sad the whole episode about Mina. <laughs> Uh, he's just really bringing the room down. He um, he's making friends with, uh, all the rich businessmen, the yeah. Illuminati businessmen. Renfield um, like
0: gives him a list and says, these yes. are your friends now. Yeah.
2: yeah. Renfield is <laughs> like, go make friends, loser.
1: <laughs> we set you up a play date.
2: Yeah, yeah. These
1: be of some use to us.
2: So I'm sure that that's going to come back at some point. And then, um, he has this conversation With Dracula, um, where Dracula's just, like, kind of a messy bitch. And and so Jonathan and Mina, like, do get back together. He goes to her house to see her. She apologizes
3: for some reason? Yes, thank (laughs) you. I was equally as fucking pissed. First words out of her mouth, I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, so then, like, he apologizes, and they're like, yeah, we're getting back together. We're getting married. Uh, He gives her his cross necklace in place of a ring because he wasn't prepared for this i'm sure that's coming back later yeah um that
0: happens in the book actually yeah so
1: there's um, one thing from the book
2: and then well and i did also yeah. we
1: should point out that she proposes to him yes yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah
2: yeah 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 and then uh that's near the end and
0: mm-hmm. uh, oh and, and, and then there's um uh illuminati milf goes to isn't the last scene of her and like like the like the the sort of scandalous dress where she goes
3: is she going to no that's earlier in the episode that's when she went to meet with the asylum guy to get the power.
2: yeah no the the end of the episode is her and the other illuminati businessman uh just, at the opium den right. being like oh fuck the Sears are dead this oh. is going to make London run rampant with vampires because apparently these two fucking idiots were the only, were these, the linchpin of vampire prevention. These two fucking in,
1: stoners weren't keeping... In London. They took out the precogs and now how the hell are we supposed to... They
0: took their brains. We can't put them in our mass
1: spectrometer. How are we ever going to figure out? And they're like, fuck, man, we've never seen a vampire hammer murder somebody. <laughs>
2: that's Point. I wonder if that means that they I wonder if that's gonna make them realize that like somebody uh who is not a vampire is also involved. Well
1: just imagine how confused you are when you go to like check in on your uh your vampire seeing stoner friends uh-huh. and they've been hammer murdered to death and their brains are gone. <laughs> is it a zombie? And yeah. it's like their blood is all here. <laughs> but some, yeah. he's like, Great, now Dracula's teamed up with a zombie. <laughs> Fuck, look out for the wolf man. Zombie
0: with hammers. <laughs> They're starting the dark
1: universe. <laughs> we
0: just watched last night on Spingoolie. It was like uh, Wolfman versus Frankenstein or yeah. something. But it was like the universal one. Yeah. yeah which yeah. is crazy because they reused the same... Like it's literally... The same scene i think from young frankenstein (laughs) i think it's it's
3: the same they use the same set the
0: the same uh, set like i think it's like from original universal frankenstein through mel
1: brooks i think it literally (laughs) is the same set it's good
3: it's a good
1: one well yeah there's the you know the universal backlot they would just have Mm -hmm. like yeah like there's a hundred movies you can watch uh, Errol Flynn starred in fifty of them <laughs> that have like the same grand banquet hall. Yeah, yeah. yeah like right. they would just have a permanent like medieval castle set, and I mean, and uh yeah, yeah. And you would just write your script around what sets you had. Right, yeah. right.
2: Uh, yeah. So apparently, uh, lots of more vampires. Yes. In the upcoming weeks, <laughs>
0: should come, should be coming. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I also, I so I found we talked. The central thing for me, I think we already talked about this a little bit, but it's just like, what's going on with Dracula? Is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? He's not an anti-hero. He's, it's like they want him to be the protagonist, but as Chris has said, he almost doesn't really matter as like, like in terms of vampirism. Yeah. It's yeah. more just like a conflicted, rich dude who accidentally did something nice one time. Like,
1: yeah. it, it could be Tesla. Yeah. Like, 100%. Oh, yeah, dude. Like That would actually make more sense. Yeah. Yeah, Like, Tesla versus...
2: The vampirism is, like, not even secondary. It's, like, tertiary to this fucking character. Like, if you
1: just made a show called Tesla versus the Illuminati, (laughs) like, it would be this show. Yeah. It it reminds me of,
0: like, in fantasy novels. Because, like, in fantasy novel and fantasy universe writing like the magic systems and the background lore is very important because of like tolkien and the way he wrote where you establish all the rules Mm. before you start writing
1: i love the fact that this show doesn't give a fuck
0: no well but honestly yeah what it reminds me of though is like sometimes you'll see a fantasy writer will have clearly have like some big document somewhere where he like wrote the rules for systems of magic Uh and then those like get him in trouble later when he wants to do something else and so he's sort of trapped by them mm. so to me it seems like this vampirism thing is sort of like something they wanted to do at the beginning but then <laughs> they were like fuck they're like fuck he's a vampire <laughs> he's Dracula we can't they did
3: some like they did some like audience <laughs> testing and they were like yeah. yeah people really like the vampire parts are not the favorite Just- John yeah. yeah.
0: Spire's nipples are far too small to be Dracula <laughs> Dracula needs much more substantial nipples. It is almost like. There
2: there is also another thing that happens in this episode, which is that Dracula
3: gets increasingly
2: mad at Van Helsing about the fact that he has not, like, vaccinated him
3: against sunlight. Yes,
0: he's fucking (laughs) up. He can
3: only do it for three minutes and 16 seconds. That's only enough time for a cup of tea. Yep.
0: I I mean, so it's weird because, again, you have this weird scientific esque thing about, like, maybe vampirism is like a blood disease. Yeah. And then you have the thing where, like, stakes immobilize vampires, even if you stick them in the toe.
1: No, them. that was a special stake. It was a
0: special. They gadget. called it like the something of something. Oh. Yeah,
2: there was a cross on it. Like. It's like
0: the spear of long of uh what is it? Longinus?
1: Yeah, spear of Lungeness.
0: Yeah, the, the guy who.
1: The spear of the, destiny. This
0: The guy who stabbed Jesus when he was on the cross. Oh, good guy. The spear of destiny, right?
1: Yeah, it's supposedly this artifact that as long as you hold on to it, you're unstoppable and the minute you lose possession of it, you die. Cool. <laughs> yeah. it supposedly like was, what has been this owned like by a Jesus myth. This is, this is a pretty well-established like European. Yeah. Because like supposedly like uh uh Napoleon had it, Hitler had it, Genghis Khan had all these guys that like win, 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 die. It's like the Ark of the Covenant or something. It's like a Catholic artifact yeah that they thought had
0: mystical powers you know how like
3: but does it actually exist i
0: mean no. it's okay, so, that's so, what I'm, trying, I'm
3: just trying no, to understand no. like are you, it you do, it myth, are you telling me a myth are you telling me well that's real? have there
1: been a bunch of like quote unquote roman spears that people have claimed are the spear of destiny oh yeah 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 it's kind of like how like the true cross of christ is now laying at the bottom of the uh of the uh uh uh, the uh, shit. What's the Black Sea? <laughs> because Russia decided to store it on a warship, and Ukraine oh, right. fucking blew it up.
0: Yeah, and uh-huh. then and then it's like every church from here to Rome. Has a fragment of the True Cross right, it. And If you put them together, the True Cross would be like the size of the St. Louis Arch. Hey, yeah. so
1: it's tell me it doesn't sound like a Hellboy plot where it's like a fragment <laughs> of the True Cross was sunk on a on a, on a Soviet battleship beneath the Black Sea. You have to see. You and Abe, Abe need to <laughs> retrieve it.
0: Oh man, yeah. So there's there's a lot of interesting shit going on with with Dracula. Just watching them trying to like reconcile
1: what the fuck Dracula's motivations are. Yeah. I
2: don't, it doesn't seem like he totally knows.
1: No. <laughs> well, his whole thing is that he had a, he had a mission. He, he was very focused on it and he's just got thrown hard by running into his, you know? So also,
3: Oh, we forgot we, to talk forgot about,
1: about her trip scene. Yeah. Because it's like, she's Oh, she's up. not yeah. just someone who looks like his, his dead wife. She's like the reincarnation of his dead wife.
2: Yeah. When she gets fucked up on absinthe with Lucy, like she opens a door and she walks straight into like a flashback to fucking Romania implying that like, she is in fact the reincarnation of Dracula's <laughs> dead fucking wife.
1: And she can only remember that when she's tripping balls. Yeah. I. It
0: would be very, for next time I'm going to give myself the assignment of figuring out where that trope in vampire shows first started. Because that would be very interesting. Oh, like the, the
2: doppelganger thing? The,
0: the reincarnation Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, ah, uh, I don't know, man. Because I
2: feel like it comes up a lot. Yeah. It does. It does,
0: it does it, come up a lot. And it's, like. But
2: also, I feel like it's it's very modern. Like, it, yeah. I, like I don't think it happened you before, get, like, the 90s, maybe.
1: Right. It, it's a thing of, like, how do you get the, like, immortal, ancient, dark demon to give a shit about the, yeah. like, 19-year-old who probably we forgot to write a personality. See, I I think it might be like a 40s or
0: 50s universal Dracula thing because, like, they made...
2: I don't know. I haven't watched any of those.
1: Because they made... It's also fast. It's efficient. Yeah. Fucking Twilight spent an entire movie trying to explain (laughs) to us why he cared about this child.
2: Well,
0: exactly. And, like, if you watch this, like, like I was... Like we were talking about with the other universal movies, you have, like, Dracula... And then you want to have Bella Lugosi in like seven movies. Yeah. And so you just have like, like Dracula and you know, Dracula's big day out. Dracula goes <laughs> to the zoo. Like you just have these fucking seven. And, and while you're doing that, you you're come. I mean, I imagine these backlot folks are like coming up with the scripts pretty quick.
2: Yeah, yeah. It
0: feels to me like something. Someone was just like, like you're saying, how do we get this new actress into yeah. this role this other actress doesn't want to come back anymore. So let's just make her like the reincarnation
1: of the previous, sure. you know, because yeah, yeah. we have Bella Lugosi again. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. My favorite take on how do we make all of the ancient monsters obsessed with this nobody from nowhere is still the... Um, the True Blood perspective, the True Blood angle of like, uh she just smells really good to them. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: She's got like some good blood smells. She, she smells <laughs> like cookies to them. Yeah.
3: I love that in True Blood. They're like, you taste amazing. <laughs> well, it's just like the creepiest shit you could yeah. possibly say. Like,
1: Just eat. like every vampire that smells her gets blood horny instantaneously. Yeah. But, like, yeah, so, yeah. so here's the
0: thing. It's not confined to vampires. This is the same thing with like the woman in King Kong. It's the same fucking thing where it's like, why does King Kong need to grab like this one woman?
2: Yeah. yeah, I mean, in,
0: in later King Kong movies, it's like, oh, she's like a, like a, physical anthropologist who studies apes and she like helped yeah, yeah. capture him or something. Yeah, yeah. But in those old movies, no, it was just like, oh hey, there's a blonde lady. I'm gonna grab her and climb up this skyscraper. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah um that has already been uh thoroughly <laughs> investigated by people uh smarter and more qualified than us. And <laughs> well that's we, I don't uh, think we need to necessarily get into the um that. I mean, that's different.
0: Well, it's related, but it's that's also like a thing that has to do with like racism. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's 100 percent racism. Yeah, yeah. It's the fear of like, oh, yes, the large brutish creature from a far off continent that will grab your blonde haired blue white girlfriend (laughs) and and carry her away. So it would be interesting then to see because
0: that's where in zombie movies. I mean, that is also a racist like white zombie. Yeah. Was also like a. Comment on racism, or on, it was a racist comment. It wasn't a comment yes. on racism. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the totally same. The totally different thing. But those tropes are like readopted, and they are divorced from their original context. To yeah. me, that's kind of that's interesting. But yeah.
3: Thank you all for listening to this episode of Gateway Geeks.
0: Good job, Tracy.
3: <laughs> good job. Great <laughs> outro.
0: Yeah. That's it for Season 5, Episode 20 of the Gateway Geeks Podcast, Cognitive Dissonance and Daylight. You can, as always, find us on various evil podcast platforms, most of which are owned by corporations. These include Apple Podcasts, Audible, Spotify, and Amazon Music, as well as some others. Thanks for listening. Uh, this episode was with Sarah Jane Connor, Tracy Gomillion, Chris Knetzer, and Joe Colburn. It was edited by Joe, and it was produced by Sarah Jane Connor and Tracy Gomillion.